0: Stu, uh... How was your weekend?
1: My weekend was great, Glenn. Thank you for asking. Was it? Hmm, how about you? I spend all day cleaning. All weekend cleaning. My house. My yard. Mm-hmm. My garage. Uh, everything in the house. Because we have company. And, you know, it's family. And you can't have a dirty house with... Family. Well, your family, of course, expects everything to be in perfect order. Because they know... They know you so well. They know me so well. You know what I mean? So, uh, so Tanya, I, and this is what I was afraid of. We're throwing a big birthday bash for her. It's 50th birthday this weekend. And uh, now, does she know way, about this? Well, she knows that the party is happening on Friday. Okay. She, she doesn't have to this podcast. Okay, good. No. Uh, smart. smart. So... <laughs> She's smart. I probably shouldn't talk about this at all. <laughs> well,
0: I was I, thinking it yeah. might be a risk. You did mention it at one point during the show, and I was like, I don't yeah. think he's supposed to say that, but whatever. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks for helping me out there. You had time. already said it. I can't. I couldn't
1: go back. I couldn't delete the show. You. Where we're going, there are no roads. Okay. <laughs> Man. <laughs> anyway, uh, I've been throwing this. Th- you know, kind of a surprise party. It started out as a surprise party, but my wife is. Imp- Impossible to keep secrets from. Mm -hmm. Impossible. I mean, I have done a pretty good job on the on the hookers. Uh, Oh, geez, I've said that out loud. She must have. Let's get right to the podcast. Here it is.
2: You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck program.
1: a lot of talk this weekend of people saying did you see the did you see the Marlago affidavit and I said no and they said yeah it was mainly you know it was all just black bars and I'm like yeah no I that I I saw that I didn't see the affidavit I saw all the black bars <laughs> and um there's something new now the Department of Justice has um, redacted the reason for redacting the affidavit Really? Yeah. Yeah. Seems appropriate. Yeah. The only thing they said that wasn't redacted there was agent safety. Every other, you know, agent safety, that's because the violent extremists on the right. Right. So agent safety was not redacted, but every other reason for redacting was redacted. So we have uh, absolutely not no only idea. no idea what's in it, but also no idea why we can't we see know. things. Yes. Right. We don't know what's in it. And we also now don't know the reason why we don't know what's in it. Mm. So that's this good. is perfect.
0: It is. This really, is perfect.
1: No, no, no. It's seriously. It's uh, really good. By the way, um, the New York Times now demands criminal prosecution of Donald Trump. Mm. Do we are we supposed to care about what the New York Times nope, demands no, no, no. I don't- so let me give you let me give you this mm-hmm. uh, this one is from I think it's YouTube uh not YouTube uh Yahoo there is uh, little left for the Justice Department do uh, but to decide whether to wait until after the midterms to formally seek the indictment of a grand jury for Donald Trump
3: hmm mm-hmm.
0: this yes. Yeah. Is- yeah, I, I heard. I heard someone talking about this whole scandal uh, earlier today, and the the phrase they used. Yeah, and I mean, I mean this sincerely. The uh-huh. phrase they used, the, what they were going to charge him with, was unlawful storage. Oh man! I, does anyone think this is going to have an impact? I, I, I'm unlawful fascinated storage. by this. Unlawful that storage. That is that is Again, a death penalty sentence right there. We're not talking mm. about like a, a guy. Mm -hmm. getting access to documents he's not supposed to have access to right that's not what we're talking about these are documents the man saw with his eyes while he was president of the united states right so the issue here is he should have put it in a better closet he should have put it in a safe he should have let it be stored at the archives a storage conflict this is what's going to take down donald trump the guy who survived all of these other things Mm -hmm. Unlawful storage is the mm-hmm. thing. That's mm-hmm. what
1: they want us to believe mm-hmm. today. Well, that's the way we took Al Capone down. Unlawful storage. You know, well, no, well, tax evasion. Right. We we couldn't get him on the other things. You know, this is insane. The I mean, difference is, is that Al Capone actually was killing people. Right. Donald Trump hasn't done anything. Right. You just don't like him.
0: Can I can I run a couple of scenarios? Sure. By I would sure. like to get your yeah. your thoughts. Okay. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I want to boil this down for a second. No one actually cares if if Donald Trump has these documents. I Nobody know. Cares. I know that's a controversial thing to say, but no, it's say. really not. It's, it's, it, it is for the media. May, maybe for the media, mm. but no one actually cares. The man, literally, we are supposed to believe, saw them. And that's why he has them. And right? by the way, it's
1: not he didn't pack them up. The GAO did. GAO packed them GAO. up. GAO. So that's not, the, that's not him or his people. One of the few things
0: we know about mm-hmm. these documents is they were put in between, like, newspaper clippings and everything else. And you could say, well, that's—so let's start at the bottom. <laughs> he didn't do anything wrong at all. Okay, obviously, that does mm-hmm. not affect. Right. Because what we're talking about here is not whether— these documents affected the national security. It's just a matter of how it affects Donald Trump's future politics. That's all yeah, the story that's is all about. Is. Has yeah. nothing to do with Correct. whether he actually committed Correct. a crime or not. Correct. So maybe he did nothing wrong. Obviously, that's not a problem. Next step up. He was reckless with he was he was uh he shouldn't have had the documents and had them, right? He let's say he was reckless with the documents. Okay? Mm-hmm.
1: Like what would be right? Re-
0: like, like laying them what, out well, when we putting know, them on the menu at right, Mar-a lago. Exactly. Like let's yeah. say you're at Mar-a-Lago, mm-hmm. your kid's ordering a grilled cheese, he flips it over, it's supposed to be the maze. Right. But instead it's a nuclear document. Right. That or, would be
1: really reckless. Or I could get the the ground beef, the sirloin, or the nuclear secret. Right,
0: exactly. Right. That would okay. be bad. Mm-hmm. So if
1: Does any it, technically
0: be selling them, Stu? If it's just a process argument about documents, yeah, uh-huh. there is no impact to our politics, mm-hmm. right? The fact that he should have, let's just say, let's take the worst case, he should have gone through some other process of declassification or whatever. No one actually cares about that at all. It's not a, its not going to impact our politics. Mm-hmm. Step it up. Was he reckless with them? Let's say like he legitimately put them in some closet uh, and did not lock the door, which is what they're uh, uh, saying. No, now, they came I, down and asked him to put a lock, to on, put a and lock he did. on, and he did. But, like, I'd ask you this. Yeah, Go okay. try to steal a drink at Mar-a-Lago. Would that be easy? This is the president <laughs> of the United States House. They act as if. People could walk into any closet and start stealing boxes. Right. This is not likely to occur. Right. While you might say, hey, they should be in a highly classified environment. I get well, that. Well, look. But hang like, on. This is, hang
1: on. I think you're doing too much work here. But
0: no, I, 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 let, let me give you the last two scenarios. Okay, all right. Okay, so this one I would say, let's just say he handled them recklessly. Mm-hmm. I think in our politics— That could escalate to the point of, like, the Hillary Clinton scandal, where the people on one side of the argument think it's the worst thing in the world, and the other side doesn't care at all. Mm -hmm. It could elevate to that level. The only thing that actually would make any difference with the story was if you had evidence—evidence— of Donald Trump using these documents for his own personal benefit, i.e. he was selling them to get golf events no, wait a minute. at his uh, country right. clubs, which no, no, was no, actually wait, wait, tossed wait. out
1: there by the left. Wait, you could have, if Donald Trump, and this could happen, okay, okay I, say, I yeah. didn't with Donald Trump, right. but it could happen, in theory. okay, in theory, mm-hmm. if Donald Trump said to somebody else in the White House, I want you to go into the skiff, mm-hmm. I want you to, uh, I want you to, uh, take pictures of those documents, sure. then cut the top of them off so it doesn't say classified mm-hmm. or top secret, yep. and then email them to my home. That would be bad, right? And and of course,
0: would be much 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 more risky than having them in a closet. Anything yeah. online anywhere would be more risky than having it yeah. in Donald Trump's closet, yeah. even without a lock.
1: How do you know it's not a virtual closet? Go
0: we ahead. We don't know, but. If you had evidence that, like, let's say he he was taking documents that were central to American security, that he was going to use to, in a political ad three weeks later, that he didn't decline. I don't know what the scenario would be. But if you found something like that and had real evidence of it, maybe that would move the needle. A process crime on documents is not moving. This is a ridiculous controversy. And I swear the left just wants to talk about Donald Trump because they think. That's going to help them in some way. They want to They want to get in a fight with him. They want to make it about them versus Donald Trump again. They remember the good old days back when they were winning midterm elections in 2018. They remember the good old days when CNN had more than eight people watching it. They remember all of these wonderful dreams. So they want to talk about it constantly. But what the hell is the point of this? Like these are not documents he stole. He didn't go into a bank vault and steal documents he wasn't allowed to see. He literally saw them.
1: He's also the president, and he declassifies and he anything he wants. And he, you know, unlike and that's been the, the Secretary of State, right? Anyway, that's anyway. a different. Uh, that's a different story. Let me ask you this yes. question, okay? Same kind of topic. Who do you believe? Who do you trust? Apparently, a Ukrainian truck driver's daughter. Named Ina Yakushevin. Mm. Are you a native speaker? I am. Mm -hmm. That's the way you pronounce it. Yakushevin. I could could tell. Who allegedly allegedly posed as a Rothschild heiress to gain access to Mar-a-Lago and meet former President Donald Trump is being accused now of the FBI of having ties to Russian organized crime. Apparently, this woman who... Lives in Ohio. The FBI said she was making trips to Mar-a-Lago to get money from Donald Trump for a children's charity, which actually was a front for organized crime in Russia. <laughs> okay. So Donald Trump was writing checks mm-hmm. to organized crime in Russia. Mm-hmm. Is that. Now, mm-hmm. she says. No, nothing like that. Mm -hmm. Um, FBI says, yeah, everything like that. My question is, who do you believe? The woman you don't (laughs) even know anything about that could have been could have been masquerading as a Rothschild and a Soviet spy.
0: Or the FBI the fact that you have to ask that question is
1: a problem with uh-huh. our institutions
0: it really yeah. is isn't it
2: mm-hmm.
1: this is the best of the glenn beck program and we really want to thank you for listening in case you don't remember meeting him before you've met him a couple of times i think on the program. Yako uh, he is the founder of Yako Buin's ministry uh, and CEO after Eden Pictures. He is um, he's a guy who I first met, I don't know, a few years ago. And he was um, involved in stopping human trafficking because his sister in South Africa was uh, kidnapped by human traffickers. And if I remember right, Yako, didn't you quit school to go find? your sister
3: yeah it became it became a family effort good morning glenn thank you you Uh, family effort i was a senior in high school at the time and ilanka was uh, 13 yes Jeez.
1: uh and you eventually found her how long did it take
3: it was a it was a long journey the process of ilanka being trafficked was from 1994 through 2001 so it's a six-year journey and she was discovered early one morning in a in a casino uh, by an undercover police officer who broke through a door by God's divine appointment. Um, And yeah. And so it was a long journey. And and since then, since 1994, we've been in this hellacious fight against evil coming for our children, for our children.
1: And it is, I tell you, Yako, it is what's happening in our schools right now is so evil and we are crossing the uh, i there there are no lines beyond minor attracted uh, adults there's no line past that that's right you 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 blow past the the you know the uh, child sex line you're at the bottom of society that's it there's nothing left um yeah absolutely i wanted to talk to you about something because uh all my neighbors are freaking out and they're like Glenn, why didn't you talk about this? And I'm like, the guy works for us. I mean, he's a contributor on the blaze. I mean, that's close enough, isn't it? Um, But uh, you've stirred things up in my household and everything. else. I wanted you to explain uh, what T-E-K-S is uh, and how this is happening here in Texas. But it is also uh, most likely happening all over the country in their own version of it.
3: Yeah, absolutely. The the, the TEKS program, which is a code, is an education code. That's the guidelines for Texas education, of course. And by the State School Board of Education and, and the TEA, the Texas Education Association, TEKS stands for Texas Essential Knowledge and Skills Standards. And every year they review one of these pillars. There's four pillars. And this year it's social studies. Next year it will be mathematics. Now the interesting thing is when they review it, it only happens every twelve years.
1: Oh my god. So when they
3: set us when they set a standard, Glenn, and one of your great friends, an amazing American, helped set the previous standards. David, David Barton. Barton. Yeah. In two thousand and nine, with right. a lot of scholars, and it was phenomenal. It was pro American, pro God pro country pro texas
1: right pro and texas pro texas history texas. where you where the the alamo was a place of honor not dishonor
3: well yes and, and look this morning breaking on your show right now 5 minutes ago your staff is so on point uh, glenn i sent them a letter that was released 5 minutes ago substantiating what i've been saying and look we've taken attack from the state school board this week because they've never been under a microscope like this but the parents need to know what these proposed standards are and they are they're radical from the left against our nation's history texas history against christianity minimizing christianity teaching 20 days of buddhism divination hinduism a day day and a half two days of christianity things like our founding document founding documents are labeled as not the founding documents but the spirit of the founding documents So so
1: you have like any God stuff that's out, including even our motto in God, we trust that's out. Um, More space has been made for Islam and other religions. Moses is being taken out of the standards. How do you even begin to understand uh, American law without Moses?
3: Well, without Moses, you don't have Ten Commandments. And without the Ten Commandments, you don't have absolute truth. And we're in a culture today where the left wants us to be fluid in everything, fluid in sex with children, fluid in gender, which, by the way, it comes up in the new proposed standards. Now, these are proposals, but they are in what now is draft F, which will be proposed tomorrow. I'll be in Austin, and I'm on the docket to speak. We'll see if I'll speak or not. But tomorrow is a big day. And because parents finally said, well, wait a minute. You can't remove Moses. You can't teach that in history, the Texas Rangers was an instrument of oppression. You can't teach that having a border as a militarization zone. This is what's being proposed. You can't teach Chinese dynasties and Asian dynasties, but not teach Lincoln and Davy Crockett oh my and, 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 and American exceptionalism. They want that out. Like Don't teach kids that we went to the moon and that we are an exceptional nation. Now this is in draft form. So look.
1: But here's but here's the thing. Here's the thing that this is so important in every state because you'll have your own standards. But in Texas, just like California, most states will adopt our standards. So if if Texas adopts this, then most likely all of the history books, you'll have a choice between the California history books and the social studies books and the Texas, if they're not combined. Um, And so this is going to affect your
3: children. Nationwide. Glenn, here's why people don't know. Texas has the most students in school of even more than California, 5.8 million students in school age 17 and under. So, the, the, the curriculum standards and the publishers draft off of the Texas education code. And, and, and now look, there's a code of what they should teach. And this letter from the Freedom Caucus, actually, and you can read it, it's scathing. They actually said that some of these proposals are illegal against Texas code. And so you got the Freedom Caucus with Mays Middleton that wrote this letter this morning saying, we will pursue action. I mean, the last paragraph here is is if you further indoctrinate. They're talking about indoctrinating children, having to teach George Floyd and, and an uprising against police brutality, having to teach 28 genders in a certain age bracket in class, spreading Texas history over every grade, sprinkling it and blending it in versus saying, no, we're dedicated in first and second grade to Texas history. Look, it's grade by grade and it's in proposal form. But the clock is ticking, Glenn. Tomorrow is a very, very significant... Okay, so what do people have
1: to do? What, do? what do you have to do?
3: Email the state school board of education, each one of them. And I tell people, be kind, but be firm. Be nice. Now, we do have a nine 6 Republican board. Nine to six. Yeah, but you in say, Texas, that well, doesn't that, necessarily that mean... A, that should be a shoo-in. I go, nine to six Republican, not necessarily, Glenn, nine to six conservative. Yeah, yeah, there's a difference
1: exactly right there's a difference. exactly
3: right so email every single one of them today so but
1: nobody knows the who their school board the the state school board is how do you find that we out
3: listed, we listed on our website yaku j-a-c-o buoyant b-o-o-y-e-n-s ministries.org there's a button that says urgent Teak. click that button it's got all the information the emails the phone numbers and i ask people look There are, there are some of our friends on the school board. There are people who really want to fight for children, but tomorrow there may be. It's not on the agenda, Glenn. But the conservative side of the SBOE tomorrow can call for a roll call vote. They can. Uh, Chairman Ellis, we have the chairman. He's the deciding vote. He only votes if it's a tie, seven seven. They can strike this down tomorrow if they wanted to. They could have, which was what riled me up. August first when they met it passed through to the next phase. Now, this has been coming since April, Glenn. I ask this, why are we here? Why are we one day before this momentous event in Austin tomorrow, having to fight to convince that some of this stuff is is absolutely obscene? With a 9-6 Republican, come on guys, we've gotta step up here and say, we strike this draft. We're gonna go back to David Barton's draft. That is pro America, pro Texas, and we've been
1: using it for twelve years. At, we've been at, using it for twelve years.
3: That's right. Let's update it. Sure, there's new legislation. It has to be updated. Let's update it. Let's let's. But we can't scrap that and come with this radical. Now, since okay. we brought a lot of heat into the kitchen, look, there's a lot of momentum. So, thank you, Glenn, for voicing.
1: Uh, no, no, no. I I, I I heard about it. A friend came to me. And said, uh, this guy is great. You know who he is? And I'm like, yeah, he's, he's a contributor of of the Blaze. He's fantastic. And they're like, well, why aren't you talking about it? And I'm like, because I'm talking about all the other stuff that's burning down. That's right. <laughs> um, but that's anyway, right. uh, uh, I. but when she started to explain it to me, I needed to get you on the phone because, I mean, this an uh, email that I, I'm going to make today. Uh, so it's Yako, spelled J A C O, like Jocko. Yako Buens, that's B O O Y E N S, ministries.org. Yako dot ministries.org. I will tweet this out. Stu, will you tweet it out on both of our uh, Twitter feeds? Yako, um, thank you so much. I appreciate it.
3: Thank you. Thank you Glenn. Thank you Stu.
1: God bless you for all you do. We appreciate you, you. You bet. I tell you what, this guy is an amazing guy. He is a He is a servant of uh, of God. Um and very very loyal. Just a great guy. Jaco Buens. we're going to let's post this. Could you post his video on the front page of glenbeck.com? Can we get that done along with the link to what we were talking about? See if we can put that on the front page of glenbeck.com. Has to be done. Today, it has to be done today. This is going to affect everybody's school books. The best of the Glenn Beck program. Vera Sherev is uh, with us now. She is the founder and president of Alliance for Human Research Protection. I just want to just quickly go over some of the stuff that she has been involved in. Uh, She has spoken out uh, at the FDA National Academy of Science, the Institute of Medicine. She testified against the exposure of children in experiments that put them at risk of harm against mass mental screening of children, which served as a market expansion tactic for uh, psychiatric drugs. She testified against human pesticide experiments sponsored by Bayer. Uh, She was instrumental in the suspension of government pesticide experiments in young children called Cheers, the suspension of smallpox vaccine tests in children, anthrax vaccine tests in children. Uh, I mean, it goes on and on. She served on the uh, federal children's research ethics advisory work group where she was the sole dissenter who objected to the loosening of federal regulations to expand the use of medical experiments without parental consent? She was alone on that vote. That is madness! Madness! Welcome to the program, Vera Sherev.
2: Thank you very much for inviting me.
1: Oh, it's a, it's an honor to have you. Um, you are passionate about this because you firsthand. Uh, saw what happens when the medical industry uh, loses their way and uh, starts to play God. Uh, You're a Holocaust survivor.
2: That's right. Um, When medicine becomes a partner of government, they discard the Hippocratic oath to do no harm to the individual, and they become government agents, essentially. Yes.
1: And it's, it's truly frightening when the when the doctors started to say that they wouldn't treat somebody um, if they hadn't taken the vaccine. The first thing that came to mind was the Hippocratic Oath. Wait a minute. <laughs>
2: what? Yeah. Yeah, we've, we're really very far into that dark place. Um, you know, really, I, in March and April of 2020, uh, a big euthanasia project was implemented all across western europe canada at least 5 states in the united states where they orders were given by the government to hospitals not to treat the elderly nursing homes and they were essentially medically murdered this was exactly what the nazis did although the nazis began the children The youth and with the babies, yeah, the the, uh, infants and children under age three—they were German infants and children.
1: I have, uh, and then
2: it went up the ladder: the mentally ill, and then the nursing home people, and they were regarded as worthless eaters and an economic burden.
1: Vera, I uh-huh. have uh, if I don't know if you know anything about me, but I have a very large collection, and uh, the Holocaust has played a very big role in my life, um, and uh, I want to make sure we never forget it. Uh, I happen to have in this uh, in a museum that we are building uh, mm-hmm. the last prescription that Joseph Mengele wrote at the children's hospital, mm-hmm. and it mm-hmm. was for the uh, drug that they were giving to kill the children. And it's Mm -hmm. when you think of that he was in charge of the children's hospital, you get some idea of how far away from the Hippocratic Oath they were.
2: That's right. And, um, you know, American medicine has kind of picked up where the Nazis left off because at the time, Germany was, you know, they were the number one most uh, advanced mm-hmm. country in, in medicine and in a lot of fields. I mean, that that was the center of Western civilization. And America picked up from them in after the war. Yeah, we brought them they here. They brought in some 1,600 of the top Nazi scientists, engineers, and doctors. Yeah. And they scattered them all over the United States at most advanced uh, scientific and medical centers. Now, this was done in violation of the president of the United States. Harry Truman had ordered nobody who belonged to the Nazi party was to be allowed a visa. Yeah. Okay, but agents simply did it anyway. This was totally illegal. So And they essentially trained a whole generation of American scientists and doctors.
1: Vera, is, you know the history better than, than most. Um, and to wake people up is seemingly impossible. I mean to ring this bell. People in America just think we could never do that. We'd never get there. And I am watching us get closer and closer to that line to where they're they're depersoning people, you know. Exactly. And and when as you know, when the government took over healthcare here in America, my biggest warning was. You know, they say they're not going to uh, ration uh, mm. any kind of health care. But once there's a uh, a financial situation, of course they mm. are. And that's that, that that's what Germany did.
2: That's exactly right. Uh, Germany, uh, their excuse for getting rid of the elderly and, and, and the mentally ill from the asylums was they need the beds for wounded soldiers. Once you once you devalue some human beings and value only certain human beings that's that's what opens the gates of hell
1: my mother-in-law I just talked to her the other day and she's getting older and uh she said they weren't they weren't going to fill my prescription uh the insurance and we've always had we've yeah. never had a problem with it and she said for the first time i was scared like wait a minute are you doing this because I'm old? am I, mm-hmm. am I just no longer a value? Mm-hmm.
2: Well, well there you go. I mean, she recognized the signal. she's awake
1: so you went uh, to, you went to Nuremberg uh, yeah this year um, because we have a Nuremberg code that apparently nobody is paying attention to anymore.
2: It's the the, the worst violation of the Nuremberg code ever. It's on a massive scale. This uh, COVID uh, injections, these, this is a mass experiment like no other in history. An uncontrolled mass medical experiment with people being coerced into it, not being oh. informed as yeah. they required as to what is known and not known about it as far as safety, as far as side effects. Uh, nothing. The ingredients are secret. It's being done under military secrecy. Why? Why is it under military? And, and it happened both under Trump and continued under Biden. I mean, there was no difference because there is, uh, you know, there are those who are really running this. Yeah. Who are unelected and unaccountable. Yeah. And they and they've been given total and complete immunity.
1: And I, I tell you, they, they they frighten me in a way. I mean, we've gone from we've gone from the um, the eugenics programs to mm-hmm. now transhumanism, which is exactly the same thing Absolutely. just with different technology.
2: Exactly. The techno- By the way, at the time, one of the, uh, one of the features was that Germany was the most advanced in technology. Correct. Correct. And now we are, of course. Yeah. And it is really it's terribly frightening to see the similarities. And, you know, I mean, making uh, those who choose not to accept to be guinea pigs are, you know, totally, again, ostracized, demonized. You know, at that time, we the Jews were uh, accused of being spreaders of disease.
1: Well, well that's, a, that's 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 what they what. said. That's what they said about it's, COVID. People that wouldn't get the vaccine. Exactly.
2: Yeah, exactly. They're they're using the same script. It's just you know the, the names are a little different, but it's the, in essence it is. It's dividing mankind, you know, into the um, valued and devalued. And they make enemies out of people. And, you know, when you divide and separate like that, when you split human society, that's the most dangerous kind of thing. This is what happened then. And, and onlookers just looked the other way. They chose not to interfere. And that happened to a lot of people, you know, the unvaccinated, where people, you know, on, uh, in public places were, yeah shunning them like they were pariahs.
1: So you're sitting, you're, you're here um, with a very large American audience, and if I'm sitting in my car and I'm listening to you or I'm sitting at work, I'm thinking, okay, that's scary as heck. What, what, what do I do about it?
2: Well, this is just it. We, we really, the, the, this will go nowhere if people rise up and stop obeying. What they're being told to obey is against us, all of us. It's not a coronavirus that we have to be afraid of. It is the new form of eugenics that we have to be afraid of because it's one group after another after another. Hitler didn't intend to end with annihilating the Jewish people. He had bigger plans. It was then going to be the... Polish the Slavs on and on, you know, and that's the same mentality. I say that those who have done this COVID thing on the world, these are the heirs to the Nazis. Do you would you it's put the same mentality?
1: Would you put yeah. the uh, gain of function r- mm-hmm. research and the push for that into the same category? Because I think that's Absolutely. terrifying. It's, you would.
2: It, it, it Again, gain of function is illegal, according to international treaties, because this is about biowarfare. Gain well, of that... function is a fancy <laughs> <laughs> phrase, which means nothing, right? What does it mean, gain of yeah. function? They always do that. The euphemisms, that's yeah. another thing that the Nazis always had. The, that T4 euthanasia program, it was to improve the children's health.
1: It, but it was putting him in a truck with, with with the exhaust going into the back of the. there's no way to improve health with that
2: yeah, well you know it when you pervert oh my god medicine then what the heck you can pervert yeah. language that's the easiest
1: yeah i guess but and, abortion and, is health care now so
2: yeah right right uh so this is it's terribly, terribly dangerous because people need to understand. And they should have gotten a whiff. You know, first it was going to be, right, two weeks to flatten the curve, yeah, two yeah, weeks yeah. of yeah, isolation. And, of course, they destroyed economy, which means, you know, middle-class people now are dependent on government handouts. That's, again, that's a very, very bad sign because the government can always stop the spigot.
1: <laughs> We're talking to um, Holocaust survivor Vera Sharev She is also the founder and president of Alliance for Human Research Protection. Um, Vera, what does it mean uh, just stop doing what they tell you to do, start disobeying?
2: Yeah, civil disobedience, you know, that's it also worked with Martin Luther King. Well. What First of all, what I think needs to be done is now that it's the 75th anniversary of the Nuremberg Code that has been sort of left on a shelf because lawyers were too lazy to use it. You see, it is in it is force, and it is part of the International Criminal Code. What people need to do is download it and use it. Use the Nuremberg Code as a defense weapon to protect yourself mm. from being coerced into you know all kinds of medical
1: What a great uh, point. I didn't hear anyone make that case. That would have been a very strong case.
2: Exactly. And that's what you know, that's what one can do. I mean we set up actually a, a website just Nuremberg seventy five And people can and it'll be in different languages and all that, but of course it's in English for, for Americans. Right. You need to if if you just read it one of the reasons that the nuremberg code has been sort of sh- sh- shafted really is the american medical establishment decided it didn't they didn't it didn't apply to them this was just for the nazi barbarians no it's not
1: it was to ensure that the nazi barbarians don't pop up anywhere ever again.
2: Exactly. Exactly. This was meant, this is universal. It applies to every human being. Every human being has the human right to voluntary informed consent. And, you know, there's no if, buts, or maybes. And they they spent a lot of, you know, really a lot of (laughs) ink, as we say, uh, to explain that, that first Principle is very specific. Now, the Nuremberg Code is specific and simple. people Everybody can understand every word. They talk about experiment, not study. What you hear now, if somebody is being asked to be in a clinical study, (laughs) study means nothing.
1: Vera, I I I'm sorry to cut you off. I'm so sorry. We have a network break, but thank you for everything that you have done, and I hope we get an opportunity to talk again. God bless. That's Nuremberg75.com.